Welcome back, faithful listeners, to yet another edition of God is 365. I'm Brother Ray. And I'm Pastor James. We're your hosts and moderators for today's podcast. This is a podcast that is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective is twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society have about the nature of God. Secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character. Three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four-seven. You know, Pastor James, uh, there's so many uh, mo- uh, uh, role models out there mm-hmm. for us to choose from. Uh, you know, your favorite uh, superhero, your favorite celebrity. You know, mm-hmm. all of these uh, heroes, uh, people that you know, sometimes we put on this pedestal mm-hmm. of. of, of uh, expecting uh, perfection from them. Right. But of course, as you know, you and I know, uh, mankind's uh, character is not flawless. And uh, when those flaws show up, uh, those our superheroes and heroes yeah. uh, fall from our graces. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, and uh, we are so hard on the folks who we put up and, and then they fall down. We forget that they're human. Exactly. But we also forget that God loves us even as messed up or even if we make mistakes, he still loves us in spite of all that. Yes, because we serve a God that is a God of grace. You know, uh, Proverbs 30 and 5 says, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. And so that's the people we need to be uh, uh, worshiping and looking up to as role models. The supreme role model mm. is God Almighty. Amen. 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 Let's, before we begin our, our uh, program, uh, Pastor James, we always like to greet our, our visitors, mm-hmm. you know, whatever time they're tuning in to listen to us, whether it's afternoon, mm-hmm. morning, even late at night, uh, whenever. We appreciate you. We yes, love we do. you. Yes, we do. And want you to keep listening to us. Amen. God bless you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and and if you like our podcast, obviously you connected to us some sort of way. But you might want to, um, if you if you're find yourself away from your regular way to connect, there's different ways to connect, and you might want to share this information with some of your friends and your family if you like what you're hearing from this podcast. And first of all, if you want to really dive into um, the background of this broadcast or God is 365, you can go to our our website, www.godis365.org. You can also go to www.newhopechristiancommunitychurch.org, where I am the proud senior pastor of the greatest church inside of heaven, New Hope Christian Community Church in Moni. And you can also go to our church app. You can just Go to the app store and just type in New Hope Christian Community Church and the app will come out. You just you can go right to it. But we're also 
fortunate enough to be on Subsplash, YouTube, Apple, iHeart, Audacity, Spotify, and Stitcher. So if you can't get us on our website, you can go to Subsplash, you can go to YouTube, we're everywhere. And I'm, I'm told, Brother Ray has told me there's some other places that we don't even have listed that people are looking to. So tell somebody, and if you like it, just uh, hit the like, whatever the, whatever you can do, just uh, support us in any way you can. Tell somebody about www.GodIs365, GodIs365. So we thank you for, for connecting with us and hope that you continue to tell others. Amen, amen. And our hope and desire is that we pray that something that is said today is going to inspire you to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, Pastor James. Praise the Lord, Brother Ray. Uh, happy Friday to you. Always happy Friday. You know, it's always a good morning. Amen. Amen. <laughs> long as Jesus is on the, as long as God is on the throne, long oh, as, yeah. As yeah. long as Jesus is on my mind. Yeah. Amen. 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 Um, Woke up this morning with my mind. Set on Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Whoa. I, I, that's a song from way back. Amen. Amen. Yes, it is. You, you have any uh, idiomatic uh, phrases you want to share with uh, our uh, listeners this morning? Um. I think I just did. <laughs> well, you know, you know I, I know I caught you a little bit by surprise yeah. on that. Well, I, I'm just gonna rattle off a few. Okay, okay? All, right. all right. See all right. if you recognize. See if, if I'm in the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, uh, every cloud has a silver lining. Okay, you, you recognize that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the ball those, is yeah. Those sayings, yeah. Yeah, the ball is in your court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm going to give you a, a, a taste of your own medicine. Mm, okay. Uh -huh. Some of the, the uh, uh, idioms that we use uh, mm. just about every day, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen, yeah. You know, uh, we live in a society, uh, Pastor James, where uh, idiomatic phrases are uh, integral part. You know of our DNA mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. You know, you know our everyday uh, conversation is saturated with uh, idiomatic mm -hmm. uh, phrases. Amen. 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 You know, and I, I don't want to bore our uh, listeners out there with some uh, FYI that they are already familiar with, but uh, for those that need a quick uh, study uh, grammar lesson. Uh, people ask, and this is a people ask uh, definition. Do you, do you uh, when you Google, do you uh, sometimes get a little research from people ask? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Yeah. I, I like it. It's nice. It gives you a quick. Yeah, it's first, actually first time I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, people ask usually come up when you, you know, you, you're Googling a subject or a question. Mm -hmm. uh, people ask is one of those uh, uh, things that just immediately pops up. Okay. Now, uh, their definition, they said an idiom is a widely used saying or expression that contains a figurative uh, meaning that's different from the phrase's literal meaning. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. For example, if you uh, are feeling under the weather, mm -hmm. you, you, you don't, you're not really uh, standing underneath rain. Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a way of expressing, hey, I don't feel good. Right. You know? Okay. 
you know, but under the weather, you know, people mm-hmm. will say like, I'm under the weather automatically. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now, um, moving right along, one of the most, what do you think one of the most frequent uh, idiot, uh, idiomatic phrases uh, that's used? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll shoot one out there. Yeah, I know you know this once I say it. Home is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Home is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I'm, I'm going to um, uh, give our listeners a little uh, F-U-Y concerning this uh, um, idiomatic phrase. Mm-hmm. And, and this comes from a website uh, called uh, The Idiom. Amen. Okay. <laughs> you know, it is a website used to break down the meaning and significance of idioms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like an idiom dictionary. Okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it says the phrase, you know, uh, home is where the heart is, uh, means that no matter who you are with or uh, where you are in the world, uh, your family and your home always has the defense affection and emotional pull. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's a place where you have a foundation of love, warmth, happiness, and uh, good memories. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it it, it 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 might not always be a building itself. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, uh, of, of a brick or, or a mortar. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's where the heart is. I, yeah, I, I was just thinking that home could be, for a lot of people, different, different uh, meaning. Or different places. Amen, mm-hmm. amen, mm-hmm. because it's embedded in the heart. Now, uh, do you have any idea where this origin of this uh, idiomatic phrase come uh, from? You're probably going to tell me from the Bible. Well, probably, but uh, uh, the, the origin, according to what uh, the idiom says, uh, it comes from uh, a book by J.T. Uh, Bickford. Okay. It's a novel called mm-hmm. Scandal mm-hmm. in 19... Scandal, huh? Uh, okay. And, uh, I remember the TV show not too long ago. Yeah, and, so, and, and that was in 1857. Uh, mm-hmm. So this, this idiom has been around for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I don't want to change the subject, but it reminds me, you know, I've collected a book of sayings from the Bible, uh-huh. you know, and it's, it, those are it's, they're phrases that people use now, but they come from the Bible. They come from there's, the Bible. There's yeah. a, I got about a hundred of them. Wow, yeah. we, we might have to devote a program to mm-hmm. that. Amen, mm-hmm. amen. Now I have a trivia question: uh, What famous uh, iconic singer recorded a song title "Home Is Where the Heart Is"? Uh, I'm thinking that the only person I could think of is Luther Fandros. <laughs> <laughs> he, he may have, but uh, the person I, uh, that's a house is not a home, right? Yeah, yeah okay. that's a house. All right, is not all, right a home. all right, you know, uh, you know, I ain't been holy all my life, all right? So. Well, that's really similar, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the answer to the question is Elvis Presley, <laughs> okay, in 1962. He par- probably borrowed it from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to shut my mouth on All right, that. Okay. Yeah, and you one, know where I'm going with that. I, okay. I know where you're going with okay. that. Now, one of the lyrics uh, in the song is, my heart is anywhere you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of I like that. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind of okay. sums up uh, uh, this idiom of home is mm-hmm. where 
the heart is. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, it's time to put this uh, <laughs> grammar lesson to bed and, and get to the business at hand. Amen. All right. Our attribute for today's discussion is God is a God that does not live in a temple made by man. God is a God that does not live in a temple that is made by man. Amen. Amen. And as always, faithful listeners, we have a very simple and direct methodology approach on how we examine these attributes of God. We do it by asking four questions. First of all, the first question is, what do the scriptures say about this attribute of God's character? Secondly, why do you think God made this attribute a vital part of his character? Number three, Why do we need to incorporate this attribute into our character and daily lifestyle? And number four, how can we begin the process of internalizing this attribute into our hearts and our spirits? Amen. Amen. So let's just cut to the chase. Another idiom. (laughs) What does the scriptures actually say about this in God's holy word? Well, that God is a God who does not live in the temple. Yes. Yeah. Does not dwell in a Does temple dwell, made by man. Temple made by man. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in Acts 17, 24, you know, I'll just use the scripture that, that derives from this. It says, mm-hmm. the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and, and everything. And, and if I could offer a little context, this was Paul mm-hmm. uh, speaking in Athens to some some Greeks. Uh, they were they were about uh, intellectual uh, uh, approaches to to looking understanding the world, and they had many gods many that gods. they worship and. And the way they looked at it, that a God, a God is worshiped in a temple, yes. is worship in the temple. Mm-hmm. And that's where he, he, he or them manifested their presence. Mm-hmm. So they consider that holy as sacred. And when, I, and when I talk about God or gods, for them, it was little G-O-D. Yeah, yes. Not big G-O-D. Yeah, yeah, amen. Idols. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to add to that, uh, I add one more scripture because there's a uh, uh, few scriptures that directly say that, but it's a lot of scriptures that indirectly uh, uh, indicate that, you know, God isn't about, mm-hmm. you know, the structure. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, heaven is my, this is in uh, uh, verse, uh, the same, uh, no. It well, it's in the same book, mm-hmm. Acts, mm-hmm. but it's uh, Acts 7, mm-hmm. uh, verse 49, and it says, um, Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. Mm-hmm. What house will ye build me, mm-hmm. saith the Lord? Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And the, the verse just before it says, How be the most Hieth dwelleth not in temples made with hands, mm-hmm. as saith the prophet. Amen. Amen. You know, so what are these scriptures actually trying to say, uh, Pastor James, in terms of God not dwelling in a temple made by man? 
Uh, what it re- really is saying is that, you know, that God cannot be contained by our puny intellect mm-hmm. or our, what we contemplate who God is. God is the great I am. God is the God who makes things happen. God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. And, and so theoretically, everywhere that he has laid his hand or, or his creation has touched, that's where that's where his home is. He he can't be contained. So especially when you talk about containing him to one place, like in the temple, mm-hmm. that that's just no. He that it's not big enough for him. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and it's is, not holy enough for him. It's not. <laughs> I like that. You know, and I I say to add to you, you know, God's not impressed with brick and mortar. Mm, and yeah, I like that. It may, yeah. You know, man has made some. You know, I you know at first I was going to approach this podcast. Uh, 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 Pastor uh, James uh, going uh, and looking at all the the top ten cathedrals and yeah. uh, you know, but I said no, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna go that yeah. way with it. But yeah. man has built all these cathedrals, thinking, oh, this is a place of God, and and yeah. it is a place you yeah. can come and worship God. Mm-hmm. But but God ain't, is not in there because you have yeah. made this thing so marvelous with mm-hmm. uh, you know all types of uh, uh, expensive things yeah. uh, in there. You know uh, he comes in there when is someone is is humble enough to accept him, but mm-hmm. he's not coming into this guy. This is a grand old place. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm glad you said that because I I know there's some folks who are listening and said, well, you know, if, if if he doesn't come to church, if he doesn't come in the temple, you know, uh, many of us use that term temple uh-huh. for the church. If mm-hmm. you know, so why are we going to church? Why? Uh, right. what, what's what's up with that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I I think as we go a little bit deeper into it, we can kind of share with folks, you know, that God is greater than that. And so I'm not going I'm not going to just tell it all right now. So mm-hmm. we'll just kind of go forward, I guess. Amen. You know, and God wants to dwell in the true and genuine mm-hmm. heart of man. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, uh not saying he doesn't pr- doesn't appreciate an edifice built for him, mm-hmm. but if if it's if 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 it's built because man wants mm-hmm. to show how grand he is mm-hmm. not only to God or to the world, mm-hmm. uh, 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 God doesn't, doesn't doesn't care for that too much. Amen. Amen. And and that leads us into that that second question of, of, of why do you think God, this is part of His attribute mm-hmm. in turn of not dwelling in, in a man-made temple. Well, you touched on it a couple of times. Uh, and when you uh, mentioned Isaiah 66 and 1, it says, The heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What mm-hmm. is the house that you would build me? And what is the place of my rest? Uh, uh, God, God is saying you can't even begin to approach uh, containing me or what the essence of who I am. And, and so... So for for God, God says that we that we would even suggest such a thing mm-hmm. is uh, you know is kind of out of the out of the norm. It's not you know it's not something that He would agree with. He understands you know. Think about our mind and think about God's mind. God mm-hmm. is God's mind is 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 universal. It's all over. We are con- mostly consigned to you know our environment and what's going on in this world but God is the God of the universe mm-hmm. and so uh, he he says heaven my throne in other words he's saying I I live wherever I want to live exactly he said I, he he's like he's like that person who has multiple residences exactly yeah and and then in second Corinthians 6 and 16 
when we talk about why did God make a vital, uh, make this attribute a vital part of his character, 2 Corinthians 6 and 16 says, what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Mm-hmm. For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. Yeah, so he's saying, you know, that I, you are my people. Amen. You are my pride and joy. Amen. You are the, the folks, those, the temple for me. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, God's focus, and is, is what you so eloquently said, God's focus is on our souls. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. If we look at John 4 and 23, it says, Yet a time is coming and has come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers mm. the fathers seek. Amen. 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 You know, so you whether you in a tent or whether you in an edifice, you know, yeah. God is looking for you to focus on Him and work and worship Him mm-hmm. in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And when we, you know, push it a little bit further, we look at at God the Father. We look at. Uh, uh, God the Son, Jesus Christ, we look at God the Holy Spirit, you know, that those three are working, that, you know, one God is working together to bring us to a place. Look what it says in Ephesians uh, 2, chapter 2, verses 19 to 21. It says, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone and whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. You know what he's talking about, right? Amen. He's talking about the church. He's talking about he's the church. He's talking about Amen. the church. And, and as you said, he's not talking about the building. He's mm-hmm. talking about the church, the body of Christ growing together, move to, you know, uh, Father has set the, the plan of salvation. Jesus has carried it out. Holy Spirit is moving on us to build this temple, this this body of Christ. Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, as you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, about uh, some people might think, oh, okay, then why do I need to go to, mm-hmm. to church on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that uh, explanation basically explains that, you know, you're joining together with other saints to meet together, to build that church, put together mm-hmm. uh, a unified church, you know, putting all those temples together. You know, uh, God's temple, it dwells within uh, a person that accepts uh, 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 Jesus. And 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 you want to, to worship jointly mm-hmm. to bring up that praise uh, with the Lord yeah. because, you know, the Bible tells us to assemble. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And when you know, I go back to what you said, home is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. And if you have a heart for Jesus Christ, that's that's home. Mm-hmm. That's home. Amen. And, and and if there's more like-minded hearts, folks feeling that same way, then you have family. Amen. I like Then that. you have church. <laughs> then you have church. Amen. Yeah, the body of Christ. Amen. You got the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and and uh, you mentioned uh, earlier in this podcast, man ha- often has some selfish and some vain motives. You know, mm-hmm. they tend to place idols, you know, before uh, uh, God. If you look at um, uh, Exodus, uh, uh, 23 
and, and, and five, it says, thou shall not have any other gods mm, before me. That's thou, thou, you know, and, and verse four says, thou shall not make up any graven images, you know, amen. Mm. So sometime in these edifices uh, that are built just for the sake of beauty and and all of that and the vanity of man, God, God doesn't, he doesn't mm. appreciate that, you know, and, yeah. and, and that is, you know, our motives are wrong yeah. in, in building an edifice yeah, just for yeah. that. You're, you're talking about, you know, really it's, it's kind of a sinful motive. We're talking about pride, that mm-hmm. we're motivated by pride. We have the biggest, we have the best, we, mm-hmm. we have this. Mm-hmm. But if it's not for God's glory, then it really amounts to nothing. Exactly. And so you can have the, the grandest of structures and you can have the smallest of structures uh, but the one that has Jesus Christ at the heart of it is the one that God says, that's where I'm going to be. Right. That's where I'm going to dwell. You know, and, and, and God, uh, as we know, is incorruptible. Amen. If you look at First mm-hmm. uh, Corinthians uh, 15 mm-hmm. and 50, it says, Now I say these brothers that flesh and blood cannot inherit Mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption mm-hmm. inherit uh, the kingdom of God. You know, so where mm-hmm. corruption uh, dwells, you know, a God, you know, he's, he's not going to show up around there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You know, even, uh, you know, Jesus uh, in, in his time walking this earth, he had, you know, several confrontations with the Pharisees and, and, uh, they were, you know, they were all about the temple and all about worship. He said, mm-hmm. but you know, your your worship is empty. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do what you 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 have the people do what you don't do. Mm-hmm. And in the context of telling him this, because he was they were he was healing on the Sabbath mm-hmm. and doing other things that were against their rules, their regulations. Yeah, yeah ritualistic and he, stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And and he says to them, and Jesus says to them in Matthew 12 and 6, he said, I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. He was talking about himself. himself. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, and, and also uh, you know, you, you don't see a lot of times when Jesus appears to be angry, but he was pretty angry when uh, the uh, uh, many of the businessmen uh, corrupted the, 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 the temple and started selling yeah. things right yeah. outside, uh, you know, God's house. You know, he he didn't appreciate it. He, yeah. he saw through the fact that, okay, these people built this, but they really built yeah. it as a little marketplace. Yeah, you know what I mean? they had the wrong motives. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't, they didn't build it with an eye toward uh, worshiping. It, that wasn't the focus. That Amen. was not the focus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to... Uh, where this hits home to us, you know, why why do we need to internalize this, that God uh, does not dwell in these uh, edifices that are made by man uh, for vanity reasons, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll say that, because I don't want to say that God doesn't dwell in a a church or a structure, but it's, 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 the people that's there, that's mm-hmm. the, the vanity that there. He doesn't dwell mm-hmm. in a place full of vanity. Yeah, amen. amen. You know, complimentary scripture to Ephesians uh, two and twenty two, what I was talking about how the whole the house is built mm-hmm. up. Um, in First Peter, the second chapter, and the fifth verse, Peter, who was called the Rock, mm-hmm. uses 
this as an example. He mm-hmm. says, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be mm-hmm. a holy priesthood, mm-hmm. to offer spiritual sacrifices susceptible to God through Jesus Christ. In other words, he was using us to worship him, using us to, to bless each other, using us uh, for his purpose. And, mm-hmm. and, and when we use it, when we think of ourselves as a temple, and I got a, mm-hmm. you probably got another scripture that uh-huh. talks about the counterpart to that, uh-huh. about our body. Mm-hmm. So, so he's saying that we are being built up into this temple, this spiritual house, mm-hmm. and that there, you know, I, I you know, I, I'm kind of getting beside myself, but, you know, in, in chapter 14 of John, he said, in my father's house are many mansions, there's many rooms, and I, you think about these stones, the stones building up a wall and mm-hmm. he and Jesus Christ as the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, that's that's not the really the outside of the temple, but it's the, the foundation. The foundation mm-hmm. is is Jesus Christ. Amen. That's where everything hangs together. Hangs together. And, and so we're built up mm-hmm. around that cornerstone, that Amen. house. Amen. Yes. And I like that fact that you mentioned in that verse about living stone mm-hmm. that really that, that puts uh the you know that 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 puts the whole essence of everything together mm-hmm. you know if we are part of the church we're living stones so each one of those stones put together is going to put together a a wonderful uh temple a wonderful st- structure yeah that uh the foundation that god mm-hmm. appreciates mm-hmm. you know that we're practicing what we preach amen yeah. and when i i think of living stones I, i'll take it another step further mm-hmm. uh that we're lively stones yeah, amen I, we're, we're living we're, lively stones amen like that that, that mm-hmm. we're supposed to be live we're supposed to be actively mm-hmm. uh sharing actively uh sharing the gospel with folks actively worshiping god actually mm-hmm. Act uh, always actively being about his business. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, and we should incorporate this in the fact that our bodies are God's temple. I if knew you, you were going there. Uh, you knew I was going there. First uh, Corinthians uh, 3, uh, 16 and 17 mm-hmm. says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? Amen. Amen. If anyone destroys uh, God's temple, God will destroy them. For God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Amen. Amen. And you know, there's a counterpart to that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's you know, if that's so important, it's, if you emphasize it a couple of times, that's what we need to understand. That is that the temple really lives in that Jesus Christ. He dwells within us. Amen. And First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty says, "Oh, or do you not know? Same thing that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. Mm-hmm. You are not your own, mm-hmm. for you were bought with a price. So glorify God, Amen, in your body, Amen. You know, and we had a discussion, you know, a, a few podcasts ago about abortion. You know, and mm-hmm. sometimes this uh, scripture is lost." in that debate, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that's, you know, that's God's body that you're talking about. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we, when you are bringing up that, 
that that question when you're bringing up that solution. That's God's body, mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And sometimes that is lost mm-hmm. on on both sides of the argument, Amen. 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 You know, and uh, secondly, uh, you we don't want to uh, defame the character uh, of God. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know God, uh, and we mentioned that. Uh, I mentioned uh, our last uh, question that uh, the incident of Jesus when he entered the temple, mm-hmm. you know, in Matthew 21 and 12, he, he entered that temple and drove out all who sold money and bought in the temple. He overturned tables mm-hmm. and money changes and people mm-hmm. that sold um, uh, penguins. No, no, not pigeons. <laughs> they didn't have pigeons back then. Uh, that, was right. a, that was a Freudian slip on. But, All right. Well, you cleaned but, it up. Amen. But anyway, so we have to guard our, our, our motives that you are not defaming mm-hmm. God, you know, when you're talking about a temple. Amen. 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 You know, it's not to be used. And, and unfortunately, you know, there are some, and I'm not going to point at any church institutions, but there's it's some out there that have basically used their church as a, a total uh, money-making uh, mm. aspect, you know, uh, of uh, just earning money, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, that that is not of God. You know, the emphasis has gotten off Jesus and focusing on uh, profit. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, and then... Uh, um, uh, getting back to your uh, scripture, First uh, Peter two and second and, mm-hmm. and, and two and five, mm-hmm. uh, the temple is a living and acting spirit That's right. that empowers us mm-hmm. to believe and cultivate faith, hope. Charity and love, Amen. 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 And that, that's what the mm-hmm. temple is all about. That's, Amen. That's why we shouldn't just focus on the structure. Mm-hmm. You need to, to focus on our personal structure. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And finally, let's get down to the real uh, nuts and bolts of uh, the how tos. You know, how, how how do we process this? We we examine this scripture through and through. And, and, and we evaluate what uh, God may have been thinking when uh, he made this part of his attribute. We examined it. Uh, we examined uh, why we should incorporate it. Now as to how to, how, how do we incorporate this into our lives? Well, we incorporate it into our lives by making uh, Jesus Christ first in our lives. Amen. 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 And, and, and recognizing um, that without him, there'd be no salvation, that there's, that the gospel is the good news. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, it goes back when I think about uh, a particular instance in, in, in John chapter four, the woman at the well. Amen. Amen. And John uh, and Jesus and this woman who was, more or less an outcast in the community um, had a had a meeting mm-hmm. at the well. Nobody mm-hmm. else was there, mm-hmm. and Jesus knew all about this woman, and he met her where she, she was, was and they mm-hmm. had a theological discussion, discussion. about mm-hmm. where and how to worship. And she was a, a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. Jesus was 
one of the Israelites. So mm-hmm. they had a difference of opinion on how to worship and where to worship. Mm-hmm. And they were they worship in a different place, a different uh, uh they worship on the mountain. And Jesus and and the Jews, they worked, they worship in the temple. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, Well, that really doesn't matter. He said, in the end, the essence of it all really is that you need to worship. He's God is looking for folks who will worship him in spirit and, and in truth. truth. It doesn't have anything to do with a location or with a building. It has to do with what's in your heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are that uh, temple when we mm-hmm. accept uh, Jesus Christ in mm-hmm. our life. And, and that, you know, that's yeah. one of our spiritual mm-hmm. uh character uh, fundamental principle principles that we we mention every uh podcast mm-hmm. because uh you know that's that's the foundation uh mm-hmm. committing yourself uh to Christ you know making room mm-hmm. in your heart mm-hmm. you know he's going to make room in your heart for the holy spirit to dwell once you once you accepted him he's going to make that room for him mm-hmm. the the holy spirit to dwell within you mm-hmm. and help build that and purify mm-hmm. You know your soul, yeah, so that God will continue to dwell within you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, First uh, Corinthians um, six and twenty says, "For you were bought with a price." Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. price is mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Amen. So glorify, and it says once once you realize that, glorify God in your body, mm-hmm. in your temple. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 You know, and once again, uh, if you have not uh, committed to Christ, pray about it. One of our foundation uh, principles is prayer, that conversation, uh, uh, interest. You know, when you start to pray, you begin to enter into the temple of the heart of God. Amen. Amen. If you look at uh, Psalms 18 and 6, it says, In my distress, I called upon the Lord. Mm-hmm. To my God, I cried for help. And this is prayer. This mm-hmm. is prayer, mm-hmm. that conversation with God. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? So that's what prayer is, is reaching out to God for that direction. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't accepted Jesus, the next step he's going to tell you, the first step he's going to tell you is to accept my son. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, and uh, we always... You know, after these two uh, steps have been uh, internalized within you, you need to continue to study God's word. You know, this is where the foundation of everything spiritual is, is is God's word. God's word is going to teach you how to maintain your temple. Amen. Amen. If you look at Isaiah 66, 1 and 2, it says, Thus saith the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? Mm-hmm. What is the place of my rest? All these things my hand has made. And so all these things can, came uh, to be, declares the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble, contrite in spirit, and trembles at my word. You know, so uh, you and, and what he's saying is is that person that that uh, engulfs the word of God, God is, respects the word of God, studies mm-hmm. that word, you know, mm-hmm. fears that word of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
And then finally, of course, we always want you, uh, after all of this, start practicing, you know, uh, emulate the character of God. You mm-hmm. know, First uh, Corinthians uh, 3 and 17, it says, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Amen. Amen. So as you begin to emulate God, you're going to start pleasing him. You're going to start purifying that temple and, and, and you will see a great transformation in your life. Amen. 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 You know, to, to sum it up, you know, it's, it's, I think it's appropriate that we go to the end of the canon of scripture, the, the last book in the Bible, uh, Revelations, in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 21, it talks about a new heaven and an earth. Can I read this for you? Amen. In chapter 21 of Revelation, it reads like this. It says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. Amen. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And you might say to yourself, well, that's the end. That's the, the what things need to look like. But God is really, you know, this book is really telling us, and this writer, John, is telling us that that's the way it should be yeah, right, now, that, right now. That's God's intent. Mm-hmm. That was always his intent, that we be his dwelling place, that we be his people, and that he be with us, and we be his, he be our God. Amen. And so it, that is really what it's all about, that it's not about the temple, it's not about the place. You know, Bible says where there's two or three among you, where there's two or three in the midst. And he said, I would be, he said, I would be there in the midst. I should, two or three among us, I would be there in the midst. In other words, Wherever you are, he will be there if he's in your heart. If you're if you're having a, a prayer outside or, or on the street, whatever, wherever God meets you, God will meet you anywhere. But he's looking for us, for us to, to allow him to come, as you said, to make room in our hearts for him so that he might dwell with us, so that we may live those lives that we want to live, that we might reach our full potential, that we might be all that we desire to be, that we may be pleasing, that he might say, you know, this is my beloved son, this is my beloved daughter, whom I am well pleased. Let Jesus dwell in you. Let him come into this temple, into your temple, so that he can purify it, so that he can consecrate it, so that you will have that power to help others, to be a blessing. Let Amen. his favor, let his anointing come on you. Let him dwell in you. Amen? Amen. 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 Well, let's pray Ditto. about it. Let's mm-hmm. pray about it. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord God. Heavenly Father, that we have gotten a, a proper perspective of what it means to that you don't dwell in, in temples, Lord God, but you dwell in us, Lord God. We ask right now that you would come into our hearts, that you would take up residence, Lord God, that you would guide us and lead us, Lord God, the way that you would have us to go, Lord God, that we might live purified lives, that we might live on a higher plane, that we, we might reach our full 
potential that we might be pleasing to you. Oh, Lord God, come right now. Dwell in this temple, Lord God. Build us up, Lord God, so that we might build each other up. These things we ask in the mighty, the magnificent, and the majestic name of Jesus, we declare it all, and all the people of God said together, amen, 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 and amen. Amen. This concludes this edition of God is 365. We'd like our listeners to join this great worldwide spiritual revolution. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember, first and foremost, from sunrise to sunset, that, that God, God is 365. God bless. God bless you. Uh, praise the Lord, uh, faithful listeners. If you've enjoyed our message for today, uh, uh, if you like to give us a donation uh, mm. to continue this po- podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. Yes. Our website yes. is www.godis365.org. And uh, just simply push that donation bu- yeah. button. And we'd like to thank you. Thank you. You've in been advance, so good. Thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, for uh, your blessing. God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Peace, everybody. <laughs>